This world shall know pain. Almighty push. Welcome to the Blur Buffet Podcast. How you doing, folks? I'm Brian. And I'm Muffin. Collectively, we're known at the Blur Buffet Podcast. <laughs> I almost got me there. But thanks for the applause anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to this episode. This is going to be our first... I like I like I like I like I said, our first joint manga review because we kind of did it for solo leveling. Yeah, Chainsaw Man, we kind of talked about it, but... We have not talked about Chainsaw Man. We sure? What last episode? No, we need to do a Chainsaw Man episode. The last episode not about Chainsaw Man. Mm-mm. What last episode about? Villain organizations. Before that. Uh, I can't tell you, but I know... Like, we did a, a September manga update, but we did not spend a lot of time on Chainsaw Man because you weren't done. You weren't even close to done. Right, right. We talked about it. We're talking about that. That you, you had started it. You want to talk about bleach? I want to talk about. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, we're, we're just gonna have to do it. Well, I said we schedule it for like when that first episode drops next week. Oh yeah, it does drop. No, no, no. Two weeks from now. Okay. Chainsaw okay. Man's October tenth or eleventh. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, well, there you go. Episodes just write themselves sometimes. <laughs> but as I was saying, today we're doing JJK Jujutsu Kaisen. Um. Me and Muffin also realized we didn't start, we didn't do, uh, we didn't talk about the show at all. At least not in full depth. We may have mentioned it when it comes to characters, maybe villains, stuff to that nature, right? But this is going to... I think we talked about it for uh, power systems. Right. But obviously, now that you're fully caught up and I completely neglected to finish my reread um, to, to have it fresh <laughs> in my brain, but whatever. Um, well, we're winging it today, boys. Uh, no, no. Well, she's <laughs> winging it, but she has a... She, 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 we'll be fine, folks. We'll be we're fine. just going to basically talk about the entire world of Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yeah. No spoilers ahead, so if you're anime only, um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very sorry, because let me tell you this. Uh, I, I can say JJK has, just for lack of a better word, four seasons, right? The season that you saw animated... The flashback arc, which I don't know if they have a better name for it, but we'll call it the flashback arc. Shibuya Incident and the Culling Game. That was a little four thus far, right? Uh, Culling Game is ongoing. Shibuya arc is concluded. It's literally called Gojo's Pass. Oh, okay, fine. Gojo's <laughs> Pass. But what's, the, what's the first arc called? Cursed Child. Okay. But that's like two episodes. The first, okay, doesn't matter. Point being, four seasons, right? Like I said, bad lack of better word. Um, you're getting season two next year? You know, being yeah. Gojo's Pass, I can't tell you when you're getting Shibuya, and I can't tell you when you're getting Culling Game. Uh, you're definitely not getting the Culling Game. Oh, you're definitely not getting that. I, I genuinely cannot see them not starting Shibuya. Because right. we were talking about this off mic. If they spend 24 episodes in Gojo's Pass, that's a waste of a fucking season. It's a waste of a season. Absolutely. I, I think I was talking to a buddy at work, actually. Me and him both agreed. 12 episodes. If you're going any deeper... Then what are you doing? Because like you're I, making shit up. You're making shit up because because uh, and it'd be very interesting to see because we we kind of alluded to a little bit with Attack on Titan because we have both finished the Attack on Titan manga and I can say well shout out a doubt did not need to be three parts. You can honestly do it in one part, just be longer than the rest of the seasons. That's no issue. What's... They could have just done twenty four episodes and released them consistently. Why yep. they chose this model to do it? Boggles the mind. This is literally. I hope this is not a. Um, 
Just like a cash grab. Well, yeah, I hope this is not a Harry Potter effect, right? Harry Potter effect, and I mean Muffet can appreciate this. They split Deathly Hallows in half. And then every Every, teenage movie after that decided, yeah, our finale has to be two parts because Harry Potter did it, so we got to do it. Thinking that they could possibly match up to the experience. They can't. Let me tell you. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows is like 857 fucking pages long. Breaking Dawn from the end, the finale for the Twilight series, mm-hmm. it's like 600 pages. All right. Sure, sure. But the way that they put those movies, it didn't, it does not take 30 fucking minutes for Bella and Edward to walk down the goddamn aisle. It doesn't. Right. They wasted our fucking times and our money. Right. Say, uh, say, I can say the same thing about Hunger Games. Hunger as well. Games, absolutely. That book is the shortest one. It pisses me off so much. Mm-hmm. That book is like 342 pages. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen, listen. Don't y'all go in your books or online and correct my goddamn page count. I'm t- I'm giving you estimates. Hmm. That book is the shortest one of all, and they had the fucking gall, right. the audacity to make it two movies. Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1 is so boring because it's just people walking around on screen being sad. Right. And it's like, all oh, the action's in the second half of the book, and you just made a movie out of what? Right. What? Right. Jennifer Lawrence, you didn't deserve to get paid for that movie. Wow. None of y'all deserve to make any money off of that movie. But you know, it's interesting. Like, it's funny how things work, right? Now, obviously, I'm not saying, oh, hooray for COVID. But I will say, <laughs> co- no, but bear with me. I say COVID did, it, it did, I remember that long period of time, obviously, movie theaters were closed. So it ev- did the, everything it did was, the world a favor. Some right. movies don't need to go to theaters. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also, um, it, it, it kind of, uh, what's the word? It kind of like makes you appreciate going to the theater. So stuff that doesn't need two parts. They're not going to waste their time on two parts because they lost all this money anyway because they couldn't push in theater because of COVID, right? Yeah. So why do that, right? Um, I think the Divergence also falls into that class. I think... Yeah, it- the final Divergent movie was a, a straight-to-TV movie. Right. Because it did so poorly. Right, right, right. People were just tired of you giving us same bland bitch protagonists right, right, right. in your teenage dystopian movies. Right. Now, the books... I will say, why a dystopian fiction? All of that's just fucking the same. Right. You, you, they're all the same. They're all some white bitch with brown hair doing the same boring shit, talking about, oh, I'm so unique. I'm so special. Or maybe I'm not so unique. I'm not so special. Why do people keep telling me I'm special? It's, it's all the same. And like, I devoured every one of them. I'm part of the problem. Wow. <laughs> Also, when did Harry Potter Deathly Hallows come out? Do you know? I'm looking at it right now, but if you know off the top of your head, that'd be great. High school? 2011, 2012? Part 2 came out... Definitely before 2013. Came out 2011, correct. Yeah, because my mom got me from school the day of... She took a day off from work picked me up like I showed up to school and then I had like a, a midday absence because you remember like high school you had like weird things about absence policies yeah if you showed up it didn't count for a full unexcused absence right. so I had to get up and go to school knowing she was coming to get me in like two hours All right. so like she checked me out from school we went to the movies and then went to Copeland's for lunch All right. it, it, she did that for me every single year for every Harry Potter movie it's, it's weird because it's weird how fucking school like school's supposed to prepare you for real life, right? <laughs> like, like you mean to tell me, hey, if I go to work, it's like okay, if I go to work for like three hours, knowing damn well I wanted to call off, and I'm going home now. I'm going home three hours into eight hour shift. Yes, I get paid for that day technically because I punch in or whatever. But from from a uh, from an HR standpoint, like Brian, 
your, your ass came to work just to go home three hours in. Like, like you know, that, that's you not... You know how much easier it is to do that when you work five minutes from where you are? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Are you making a jab at me, my friend? Is that a jab? She's jabbing with folks. It's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Hey, look, it, it don't I matter. I know I don't oh, have gosh. to call Mary T. If I, pull my, if I pull my ass up five minutes away from where I live, show up, do the money... Be like, hey y'all, I don't feel well. I'm going home. I got an hour, of, an hour of working. I only got to take seven hours of leave, right. and I don't have to call nobody. Hey. My boss never has to know that I went home because I am the boss. Hey, well, that that's <laughs> different. But also, I'm my body betrays me. Like I can be like, man, I'll fuck the fuck going to work. As soon as I get in that car, all my ailments disappear. As soon as I get back in the car yeah. to come home, it comes all back. Like, bro, fuck, fuck my life. But that I happened mean- to me last week because I woke up with the world's worst cramps. Hmm. I made it till fucking noon because like the cramps decided to disappear the moment I set foot in that fucking door. Right. I was like, but I still feel terrible even though I'm no longer cramping. I'm going home. Alright. But no, uh, but back to what I was saying. Only reason I asked you when Deathly Hollows came out because it's popped into my head. Um, it's interesting that during that time, Percy Jackson didn't get a second. Well, did get a second movie. It got a second movie. It did but get a third. It did not get a third movie, which is interesting. Did, did you think that's a situation of the second one just to do well i mean because there was plenty of books to add like adapted from like why do you yeah there are plenty of adaptations that just fucking bomb but percy jackson was doomed from the start Mm -hmm. because percy jackson is far more similar to harry potter than the hunger games and divergent and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. even even more similar to harry potter than the fucking maze runner Their problem is that they started with a junior in high school. Uh, Why did you make Percy 16? There was no point. In the books, Percy's 12. You're meant to enjoy him as a child and watch him grow up and grow and come back to Camp Havlet every fucking summer. You can't start him off at 16. I would have liked that. He doesn't live there full time. That's like... It's stupid. It's supposed to be framed as a summer camp. Right. So for you to not start him as a 12-year-old where we can see him go for the next five books and then become an adult, mm. you are you doomed yourself. Right. We're going to be watching these actors go into their fucking 30s because you decided a 24-year-old can play a 16-year-old and then didn't realize, oh shit, people look different when they're 30. <laughs> Logan Learman, I think was his name, he looks completely different now. Like, right. I don't want to see him as Percy Jackson. Right, right, right. Yeah. But that Disney Plus series is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, getting a little bit off track, but you know. Absolutely Blur, off Blur track. Bu- <laughs> Buffet, that's how we do it. But yeah, talk about JJK today, folks. And the reason why we brought up the Harry Potter situation, because like my, me and Muffin says, unfortunately, you know, we're going to go years, you know, year in between of getting JJK stuff, just like most current anime nowadays. Yeah, um, Two years ago. Yeah, I know, but like, unlike see, Spy Family, the Spy Family is not a shonen battle anime, right? So it's gonna spoil us because obviously part one came out earlier this year, and we're getting part two later this year, right? Typically not the case. But all we're saying is twelve. That's gonna be the case. If JJK knows what they're doing, twelve episodes, it may not be enough. You wait all this year just for twelve episodes. That's all you're gonna get because I guarantee you, do you really want it? Like, f- 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 I don't want the Shibuya incident to be broken up. Yeah, I was about to say that for me and you, no one wants the Shibuya incident is about. Do you really want that shit broken up? No. No. Just give me 12 episodes. Yep. I'm cool with it. I got other shit to watch. There's, a, that's there's what I'm so much anime. And I, and I appreciate that. Hope they realize that, hey, we live in a world where there's like, for, 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 you know, every, you know, let's just say bleach level anime, we have like 1,500. Uh, I don't know, 
Seven you deadly like, sins. You had at least twenty like. Blue Lock is coming out October yeah. 1st, and nobody's talking about it. But, like, I know it's going to be pretty fucking decent. Go watch that. Right. Absolutely. Like, let me have... There are a lot of mid to above mid anime right now. If you just want to just go on Crunchyroll yeah. and just randomly... Pick something in this moment. It's going to be okay. Exactly. There's and, nothing wrong with watching and, okay anime. Right, right. And also, I know, uh, you know, we kind of... No, no, we kind of shit on it, but... Netflix is kind of hit and miss when it comes to their anime stuff, but at least they have the mostly misses. Yeah, so at least they have the function of hey, you know, I watch this, so maybe I like this. It's simple if you're looking for something to watch. Also, no, you're Crunchyroll kind of has that. Kind of has that. Also, no, you're not a fan of cyberpunk. Neither am I. But apparently, they have a cyberpunk anime that's Edge pretty. Runners. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not watching that. Oh well, I shall be watching it because you didn't enjoy Arcane for some ungodly reason. Listen, there is something about sci-fi that if it's not very specific to what I want, I do not enjoy. I notice that with the books I read, too. Mm -hmm. I mostly stick to fantasy, even though I know I should enjoy sci-fi. But, like, you tell me that she's falling in love with an alien man. I'm just like, aliens, I don't care. Right. She's falling in love with a robot. I don't care. Right. I don't want these high-tech bullshit when like you're basically making your technology replace magic and calling it technology and explaining it with all the science and it just feels like condescending a little bit and also deeply disappointing because like why don't we have this shit in the real world so I just don't like sci-fi and Arcane was kind of very much steampunk sci-fi exactly what it was I I don't fuck with it it's just a genre that has zero appeal to me I was looking for my bonnet for so long last night and it's just sitting right here (sighs) she found her bonnet folks (laughs) that's awesome but let's start from the beginning with JJK um season one season uh Fuck, what was it called they call it the cursed child muffin says on two episodes we'll just call it season one right now um, I remember watching JJK for the first time. Let me tell you, theme song banks. We we can all agree there. Theme song and ending song. Hey, I argue ending song. Start to finish. Ending, exactly right. But I know I remember when JJK was first coming out. Everybody was like losing their shit, mainly because they were doing a very bad job on purpose of uh, showing that they're not ripping off, but they're inspired by other anime, right? Like obviously. It's not a secret. I know it's not a secret, but like that, I saw. Tommy is very much upfront well, about what he's inspired. Well, well yeah, but I'm saying though, I remember when it first came out, everyone losing. Like, oh my gosh, this is Kakashi clone Gojo. Like, oh my gosh, pink hair protagonist. That's just fucking not to. Like, you know, what I'm saying like, all, yeah, which is, not realizing that literally all shonen rips each other off all the time. Right, right, is right. what the genre does. What if it you does. want something unique and different, bitch, go watch a slice of life. Right, and even then, they're all the fucking same. What do you think no. happens? when you're within the genre exactly. there's only so many ways people can look and, and go watch some live action shit and you get some bored go watch Shano what's, what's, what's popular right now go watch 911 where you got wow, wow, where you wow. got like I, Chicago I, Fire PD Chicago Police PD you, you, got, you got so you got so much yeah that's a direct shot at you uh, they're all the same hey, and I say this as a person who literally watches every Shonda Rhimes show if it intrigues me hey, I still can't get into how to get away with my and of the genre I, am, I can't watch shit with real people no more unless it's absurd okay well or the MCU that's you but anyway yeah remember people up in arms about JJK just like oh my guys they're just they're like not not in a bad way but like people just going crazy right um it's number one is dark Fucking love dark anime. I, I think we can all agree. Yes. Not not just dark. If you are oh, clamoring for a shonen seinen experience, 
that has fucking consequences. Oh yeah. This is the show right. for you. And like Muffin said, if you're just an animated watcher only, the consequences may not have hit you quite yet because obviously I mean I can't even think of an anime that just from the beginning just hits you with consequences because obviously it's hard to have consequences where there's no there's no there's nothing to care about that makes sense like for instance like the very first episode of Junior Tyson sure it was cool that the girl we thought we were following as a protagonist dies in the first episode that was that was phenomenal, but I'm just saying though, like, but I'm just saying though, but besides doing it like that, how else is it supposed to be consequential? It's like, oh, I care to die in the first episode. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I, so the other way to do that is to have your your tiny, your smaller arcs, like the Fearsome Child, the Curse Training, all of that, right. show impact throughout the rest of the show. Right. For Jujutsu Kaisen, every single chapter feels like it matters because Yuji is carrying this shit with him so hard. Right. And it is evident. It's great. I like his progress. Yuji's like one of the most developed like like not not necessarily the most character development character, but like the plot has affected Yuji a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, you, you're not, you're obviously not going to get that in the first 24 episodes of the show. Well, of course not. But we're talking yeah. about from people who are on chapter 196 and honestly probably should have just shut the fuck up and read the newest chapter before recording this. Yeah. But no, whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. But like, obviously, yeah, you got to set the world up first and then show you how your protagonist lives in said world because affected by said world, right? But like I was mentioning earlier, it's a very dark anime. And I was just, I don't just, I do not just mean it just in tone. It kind of feels isekai-ish. Yeah. I don't mean just in tone. Also, like the art style, the shape of the characters, the setting is all very gothic. I like his art style. I, I, I fucking fuck with it, right? Now, let's talk about, if you're not, for some reason, if you happen to listen to the episode, you know nothing about JJK, welcome. Uh, Our main character is Yuji Itadori. He's just a regular-ass high school student yes. who, honestly, isn't so fucking regular-ass because the man is a, a, a born athlete. Right. Shit just comes naturally to him and it's kind of a little bit superhuman. Yeah, absolutely. He never has to do like strength training because right. he's already alarmingly strong. Yeah, I know, right? And I have theories about that and we'll talk about it when we start talking about Toji. Okay. Um. So yeah, he, he doesn't want to join a sports team because his grandfather's in the hospital. He, yeah. want, he likes the freedom of going to see him yeah. before he dies. He's basically on his deathbed. Correct, yeah. So he is quote unquote in the occult club. Mm-hmm. The occult club is just people who like to investigate creepy shit. By people, I mean two. Yeah. Hey, you, only need, you only need two to be uh, considered a club, which I always get that confused because literally this is how Mob Psycho begins. Yeah. Like, well, like Mob, but the difference is Mob is not an athlete, but he just joins a club to make friends or some shit. And like, because uh, he doesn't want to join a sports club or something of that nature. It, it's very confusing. No, but, uh, so Mob hasn't joined any club, but he's right. like running out of time. I guess at some point he was just like indecisive about it. We right. don't really get to see it. So he gets approached by the occult club who isn't meeting the minimum membership of like five people so they're desperately hunting for somebody who this late in the school year still hasn't joined the club and they only have mob as an option so he goes to the club room and then you know why the fuck are we talking about mob cycle go watch mob cycle it's fantastic i'm not gonna continue to explain it (laughs) yuji found a creepy finger and decided i'm gonna give this to my friends in the occult club it has a weird vibe right uh, but first, I gotta go see my grandpa. Right. And so this weird finger is is the finger of a, a a god level demon. Yes. And there are people hunting after it because they can sense the cursed energy. Right, right. right. So 
at this point, we don't know that there's a group of bad guys who are also trying to hunt down the fingers. We don't we don't know that yet. Right. But I'm assuming that if Megami wasn't there, Gato and Mahito probably would have come after that fucking finger. Probably so, because at that point, I think they already have like maybe five or six. I don't I don't know if they have accumulated at that point, but I know yeah. when it when it comes down to the Shibuya later on, they already have five or six in their possession. Definitely they five. Ten. They have, well, they have ten by then, but I'm assuming you know. They but yeah, have, they they have a few. Uh, I think the school has like three or four. Right. And then my tone crew eventually by the Shibuya incident when they're shoving it all down his throat, they get ten. Right. Um, but th- we haven't gotten to that point yet. Right. So Megami is a jujutsu sorcerer. He goes to jujutsu high. Yes. And this is his mission to just track down the weird energy signature, and it's still lingering on Yuji. Mm-hmm. And it's at the school. Right. So he pulls up to the school, follows Yuji to the hospital, realizes Yuji no longer has the finger. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is the finger? And Yuji's just like, oh, I gave it to my buddies. I fingered my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> gave the finger to my buddies. Yeah. And they have to go back to the school. And lo and behold, well, there are cursed energy things trying to get that finger because it, right. a cursed demon eats that finger. They are infinitely stronger. Absolutely. Right. If you're a regular ass low level demon, right, you get so much power just meeting that finger. Mm-hmm. So a fight ensues, and then Yuji winds up eating the fucking finger because right. it's either eat the finger or die. Right, right. So now we're kind of set in a situation where um, Megami, he is your typical edge lord character. He's going to be your favorite edgy character, and like you know, every anime has one. Um, so he's like a great blend of Sasuke and Shikamaru. Great blend of Sasuke and Shikamaru. I would say with a hint of Todoroki, mainly for the daddy issues. Not, not even daddy issues. Just like, I guess the... Family clan issues? Family clan issues. But right. that's Sasuke. He doesn't have an issue with his clan, though. Megami? No, Sasuke. What issue does he have? Issue? I mean, the issue he has with the clan is that they're all fucking dead. That's not an issue. That's more of a, 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 a fact of life. <laughs> but yeah, uh, your boy Easter Finger, right? Easter Finger, he becomes super powerful. Now, uh... Quick mention, not everybody in this world can see cursed energy. It is kind of like a ghost, just to better simplify it. Some people can see it, some people can't see it, but for the um, most part... People- you typically have to be, if you're a regular-ass human, don't have depression or anger issues, shit like that, Right. you most likely cannot see cursed energy, but right. the moment you can is when you're on the brink of death. Brink of death or also just a brink of just uber, uber distress, right? Because remember... Now, Yuji, it's a little bit unclear if he was seeing cursed energy before he ate the finger he ate the finger right because he was able to sense it Mm. and it's not explained why yet right after almost 200 chapters it's still not explained what the fuck yuji is right so he just had the potential even though he's this happy young carefree guy like high school student he doesn't show that he has a history of mental illness or anger or emotional illness Mm. Well, why was he able to sense it? So right. keep that shit in mind. <laughs> yeah, keep it in mind because they really haven't explained it. But honestly, like 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 Muffin alluded to, if you typically don't have these kind of feelings, you can't see it. But it's not impossible. It's not like a a prophecy type thing. If you're just like a regular person, no kind of anxiety, or whatever, you can just see curses. Like it, it it happens. But so far, we don't know the significance of our main character being able to see it. Yeah, so uh, Yuji eats the finger, he becomes Sukuna's vessel. Yeah, Sukuna, Sukuna is, is like God level demon. God level demon, you're, you're Dracula's to all vampires, you know, that type of shit, right? And I found out, you know, the marks on Yuji's face yeah. in the anime, that's just to show the viewers that Sukuna's in charge. Mm. 
the people in the show can't see that shit. Oh no! Yeah, no, I I definitely noticed that, especially when uh you get to Shibuya and like uh, you know he he goes back and forth and changes forms and I'm like oh did, are you Yuji or are you Supernova? Yeah, but, and I didn't know that before and it didn't click for me, so that's why I was so alarmed with the ending of the Shibuya incident. But we'll talk about it when we get there. Right. So they go they go through their adventures, they have their shit, and then eventually Yuji becomes a student at Jujutsu High, he yes. goes on a mission and unfortunately they run into a fucking special grade first right off the bat. Right. Special grade curse. So there are there are tiers in this world. You have grade four, grade one through four. And then special grade. Which is the and strongest. then special grade. Grade one is top tier right before you get to special grade. Correct, yeah. And curses are also labeled this. Yes. So they thought they were going after a little grade three curse, something that a freshman at Jujutsu High should be able to eliminate, no problem. Right. Especially with Megami's talents and Yuji having fucking Tsukuna inside of him. Right. At this point, by the way, we didn't mention, uh, it's it's not really a big deal. Just know it's 20 fingers. And it's not from hands and toes. Because he has, he has four arms. He has four arms. But either if he just had two arms and you know, two feet, doesn't matter. 20, 20 phalanges, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Um, so they get there, they have to beat that thing, and then Yuji dies. Yes. That's it. Show's over. <laughs> nah, just kidding, just kidding. Nah, nah, they, they take Yuji's corpse back. By the way, the they've introduced a third party to this, but she doesn't really have a big, like, debut. Her name's Nobara. Yes. Um, so it's a three-man team, just like in Naruto, with Gojo being the teacher. So it's Goji, yeah. Megumi being the Sasuke, Yuji being the Naruto, and, and Nobara being, being the Sasuke. Sa- Sakura. Uh, Sakura, but way better. Um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say she's worse. I'll say that. She's not worse. She's not worse. I like Nobara. Her reactions to shit are just tier they're, right. they're great the the joke chapters where it's just nothing but silly shit yeah they're very enjoyable with her in them um and i like no uh, i like nobara's and yuji's friendship like right. they get closer towards the end of the first season um so this is after after they take out the special grade curse mm-hmm. they introduce our big bad for season one right. his name's mahito mahito yes and then you have they introduce our big bad group yeah it's a group of four Curses. Special grade. All the special grade? I think. Yes. With the exception of Gato. Okay, yeah. Because they... In season one, we are under the assumption that Gato is a special grade sorcerer working with the curses. Right. And that's never been seen before. Right. So it's Gato, who's a sorcerer, and then you have Mahito, who's a curse slash sorcerer. They're not quite sure yet. Not quite sure. It hasn't been revealed yet. It hasn't been revealed, and honestly, at this point, does it matter? No. So Mahito's a sorcerer, and then you have Gojo... Not Gojo, Jogo. Yeah. Shouldn't have named him that. I know, fucking right? dumb. Like, what the fuck, right? Jogo, who's a weird, ugly volcano man. Yes. And Hanami, who's a beautiful nature spirit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And then you get, I don't know if he's part of the group immediately, but you also have Chozo, who comes later on. He may not have been in the beginning. He's the guy with the blood curse technique. No, he comes way after because they have to introduce his two siblings correct. and then yeah. murder them. Correct, 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 right. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, so there's your four, right? Ghetto, Gojo, Jodo, but Jogo? Gato, <laughs> Mahito, Jogo, and Hanami. Like, why don't I just have my Hanami be like Hanamo or some shit? But yeah, so they go through all that and then they introduce another group of people. Right. 
And that's from the Kyoto school. You have the Tokyo Jujutsu High, and then you have the Kyoto right. Jujutsu High. Yeah. And at the Kyoto school, you have Toto, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You have Toto, and you have Mai, and that's all that matters. I'm literally not going to name anybody else of any what? importance. You're not going to name Panda or Benito Flakes? What? What about Panda Benito Flakes? Because I'm trying to decide, like, what's the best way to do this? Like, do I want to lay out all the characters? Do I really want to talk in depth about every arc? I really don't. Oh, here's the thing. Because, like, if I mix... What? If you're gonna mention if you're gonna mention the characters Toto and Mai, you gotta mention all of them. We're gonna mention any of them. Just say it's another school. Okay, you have the second year students at Tokyo Jujutsu High. You right. have Maki. Yes. Who's gonna fucking love Maki. She's my favorite. You got Panda, who's also my favorite. And you got Toge, who's also my favorite. I really love the second year <laughs> class. I really fucking do. Right. I wish they were our protagonists, but I get why they weren't. And I love the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie because we got so much of them. All right. So good. So good. Absolutely. But so after Yuji dies mm-hmm. against Mahito, you introduce also Nanami. <laughs> I'm wondering how this is gonna be to listen back to because we're just saying a bunch of names. Right. All you all you need to know is so far there's is you have your Naruto faction, right? You have your you have your teacher and you have your three students. They face their first big bad. He dies. You get introduced to more adult characters who aren't important until they are. They're, and I really mean that. Like, right? Yeah. We're not gonna really talk about uh not not what's his name Nabura. What, what's his name? That's his name. Nanami? Yeah, we're not gonna talk about Nanami all that much. His name may come up, but just go know, watch the show. He, yeah, just watch the show. It'll have it, a great basis for you. But I wanna, I wanna get into the manga shit. That's oh yeah, why I'm sure. like blowing through this. Because, oh yeah, like, no, that's fine. I wanna talk about the manga. Oh yeah, totally. That's totally fine. So you yeah, have, you have the whole first season. Yeah. Just go watch it. You have your bad guys set up. By the end of the first season, everybody that we've named so far, and even the people, nobody's died yet. Yeah. With the exception of a brand new character that died in like. Four episodes after yeah. he was introduced. Yeah, he died. <laughs> he died mainly to show the darkness of his world, right? Yeah. He he kind of low key got corrupted by Maito, but also at the same time he was already getting bullied. Like he's your typical student getting bullied type shit, you know, yada yada yada. Uh, you know, wanted to kind of find a way out, and then Maito kind of whispered in his ear like, "Hey, you know, you know, fucking do this." I, f- I forget exactly what he said to him, but all you need to know, he creates, he manifests a curse. That kills like all of his bullies at this particular school for the most part. Yeah. And then he himself becomes the curse. And not in a good, like, I'm strong, powerful way, more like in a tragic kill me kind of way. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Mahito gets a hold of Junpei and gives him this incredible power. He's been depressed for years, so of course he has cursed energy and can see this shit. Right. Because he's been bullied for so fucking long. So he kills his bullies and he does all that. And then Mahito turns to him and he's just like. Yo, man, I'm fuck with your soul real quick. Right. So he touches him and does the, <laughs> the soul transfiguration, and it's gross, and he's in pain. Right. Imagine having your soul become the, the the physical representation of your body and being transmuted into something grotesque and ugly, right. and you're just fucking suffering. Because I can't imagine having your soul pulled out of your body to have a physical physical representation in this world. It's, right. Easy right. and painless. There's no way. Right. No fucking way. Mahito's power is terrifying. It is terrifying. It's like the opposite of uh, Shigaraki's power, in a sense. Like one Shigaraki decays your skin, while Mahito like fucking disfigures it and like fucking you know. Yeah. So we've established how cursed energy works yes. in this world, mm-hmm. and how jujutsu sorcerers are able 
to to combat it using their own cursed energy. Right. The angrier you are, probably the more powerful you are. But everybody has a set limit to right. their cursed energy. Right, right. It's just a matter of learning how to use it and how to not necessarily using it from the world around you. Mm. Like unlike in Naruto, you can't just go into sage mode and summon more chakra outside of your body. Right. Absolutely. It's not a thing. Absolutely. But. Cursed energy comes from humanity. And this is important to know before we go into Gojo's past arc. Yes. And this is something that I wish that the anime had made more clear. But I guess if you hadn't caught on before, you're going to figure it out in Gojo's past. Um, If humanity did not exist, cursed energy would not exist. Because Jujutsu sorcerers, they don't release cursed energy. Right. All that shit's contained within their body for them to use at will. Correct. But it makes you wonder, though. Quick, quick, quick thought. Like, is it like a chicken and an egg effect? Like, if there are no humans, then we have no cursed energy, right? If there's but, no cursed energy, do you have Jujutsu Sorcerer? Exactly. Because then there wouldn't be any cursed. There wouldn't be any cursed energy. Because they, at one point in time, they were mostly regular humans in the world, right? But the only the special ones are able to control and contain and manipulate their cursed energy without fucking making it leak out. So without cursed energy in the world. Does eventually Jujutsu Sorcerer just die out? Yeah, I would, I would assume so. Yeah, so like, it, it's interesting to think. But we'll continue, continue. So, we, after the end of season one, this is this is where everything just starts to just, gets explained to us. Yeah. The foundation of the world is explained far more clearly. I'm not going to go into the whole Star Vessel shit because I truly don't understand it. And it hasn't really come back into play since this yeah. Gojo's past arc. But I think it's something that only really matters like once every hundred years. It, it's already been taken care the of. The Star Vessel it only matters for, and it's and it's more of just a situation. It basically reading like like we said, the uh, Gojo's Pass only be twelve episodes, right? Star Vessel just pays to fill out time because you can yeah, just you, Gojo's you, Pass is only fifteen chapters, right? You can just say, hey, they're gonna go rescue a girl. A girl with a special curse power. That would have been good enough as well. But the vessel does come back later on, and really at this point in the manga chapter, we still don't know his significance in terms of what he wants from the culling game and all that stuff. So, vessel doesn't matter. But like, like, go oh, ahead. Yes. Speaking about uh, uh, Gojo's past. This is where we find out about Suguru Gato. Yes. And obviously, in terms of like real life time, they released season one of Jujutsu Kaisen and then they gave us chapter zero. Yeah. I personally think they should have give, given us chapter zero after releasing Gojo's past arc. Right. Because I feel like having that context is better. And maybe I don't know what the culture is like in Japan. Maybe they just assume that everybody who watches the anime always reads the manga. Right. But Ooh, makes here, sense. In, here yeah. in the West, like you have a lot of fans who are just anime only and will only ever be anime oh, yes. only right. because they don't think manga is that accessible or they're just not readers, stuff like that. Brian's right. typically anime only for a lot of shit. Yeah. But that's changing and yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's only been recently I've been more manga only, mainly because I've gotten to a point where. Um, Obviously, I'm like Muffin. I do still like live action shit, but I don't. I think wa- if I we didn't have this podcast, you wouldn't bother. Uh, I wouldn't go that far because like the stuff I read so far, Soul Leveling, recommended to me by a friend. I started reading it. Recommended to you by Muffin. Yeah, Muffin, my, Muffin's my friend too. So whatever. Hush. I'm just saying I recommended to you uh, point, a year before. Point being is Reddit. I couldn't stop reading it, so that's why I continue reading it. Chainsaw Man is something totally new to the anime world. It's coming out in a couple weeks, so I have to read that. Um, and it's just the fact I'm to the point now where hey, I've watched all the long-running finished anime I want to watch. Everything now is ongoing or shorter. So like you know what, it's gonna be a while till I get it anyway. 
so let me just go ahead and read it so I, I can have that knowledge in my head and then bang when it comes out oh shit cool like I can imagine me being in a world where like imagine if I was just waiting for Attack on Titan to come back right I mean I mean I wouldn't lose my mind or anything but it's nice to know that I have other stuff like when Attack on Titan comes back going oh yeah I do remember that shit happening right you know cause same thing with Attack of Conan and honestly I will say this the Zanta Cone has helped me with reading the manga more because lately it's been a show that I've been putting off to finish watching just because I don't want it to end, but I kind of did because especially now that now it's on Crunchyroll, for the longest time it was not on Crunchyroll. I watched it illegally, right? Shout out to uh, fucking... Uh, piracy. Piracy. Anime. <laughs> a, 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 kiss anime. I was anime kiss. Kiss anime, right? That's just not working for me. So I watched it on Crunchyroll. It only has... Ep I say only. Only an episode like 756 through 1000, whatever, whatever. Also, verse 123. That's besides the point. I caught up on the plot, caught up on the manga. It's just phenomenal, right? But reading became so naturally easy now. Like, I knew when I first started reading manga, I was very confused and not knowing how to read right to left. You lose the muscles you don't use. Right, but nonetheless, reading manga is easier now, especially with the stuff I read. Um, also, I think it's, it's given me a different diversity in what I do, like in my spare time, you know? Um, so, yeah. But there's that. So, continue about what you were saying towards uh, Gojo's Pass and the, and the manga being short. Yeah, Gojo's Pass, it's only 15 chapters, but yeah. these 15 chapters have so much information. Because at this point, we haven't been given somebody who's our big bad. You right. have the internal threat for Yuji mm -hmm. in Sukuna, and you have Gato. But you don't, you aren't sure if he's going to be just for this first season. Right. Is this our final boss? That's the questions that you have going into any anime. For sure. Like, who, what's our end game? And if we're in it right now, what the fuck does that mean? Right. What does that mean exactly? Because, like, I, can, I mean, obviously, I can look at a situation like this. Like, remember... It's hard to say it now because Naruto's finished and gone, but imagine watching and reading Naruto as it was happening. I can make argument. I did. I'm saying, like, okay, okay, well, I ask you this question. Did you ever feel like the Nine Tails was the end game, was the final boss? No, no I was just wondering. It never occurred to me that Naruto could work simultaneous, like, work with Kurama. Mm -hmm. It always felt antagonistic because that's how it was framed. Right. So it never occurred to me that, that he could be used as a power source or that he could master the tail beast for right so having that be revealed was amazing mm -hmm. and that took years to be revealed right, yeah. yeah we're not gonna get years to get revealed for this type of shit because so far sukuna is just he's a power who can take over not anytime he wants but the fact that he has 20 fingers you can do the math folks the more finger he eats the power stronger he gets but the more easily he's able to control and the assumption is is that once Su once yuji has eaten all 20 fingers mm. he will die right and the question is, is that if he eats all 20 fingers, will he actually still be in control? Right. And also, when we say die, we don't mean like him. We mean he will that get killed. The, the, the higher ups will execute him. want to execute him. Right now, he's getting a free pass right. because Gojo exists. Right. And that's not for fucking long. <laughs> not for fucking long, right. And he wants to be executed because the situation where like, okay, we can't let this strong ass power just get into the world, right? So we're gonna, Yeah, we can't have Sukuna run rampant. So we're going to basically force you to turn to Sukuna and then kill you before you can turn into it. Thus, ending his curse. Ideally, I think that's what their mindset is. Well, that's what Gojo presented them with. Right. They're saying that, look, he's doing... Gojo is saying, look, he's doing so well holding just a few fingers. Imagine the opportunity we would miss if we, like, just killed him now. 
Right. We should give him all the fingers and then maybe kill him, or maybe he'll just continue to be useful to us and control it. Right. But the higher ups are just like, no, he's already eaten four fingers. Like we shouldn't let him get any stronger. Kill him now. That's at least four fingers that we don't have to worry about anymore. Right. But they're stupid. Yeah. Also, <laughs> they're, they're all fucking stupid. Also, they don't want to smoke a good joke. I don't like. I can't tell you how much I hate. And this is specifically bleach has caused this. Mm-hmm. I don't like unseen people who are not putting their bodies on the line making these kind of decisions. All right. Because one, they're sitting behind screens. They're literally unseen. We don't know who the fuck they are mm. at all. Right. Why do you get to decide who lives or dies? What's earned you the uh, right? That's fine. It's not to me. Well, no, it's fine that you have that opinion. I was saying I don't mind it because number one. That would be so just interesting, basically looking at suits, getting their faces and whatnot. But I like it because it makes me angry, if that makes sense. I like it like, oh, who are these shadowy figures to bring down the law? But that, that that's easy writing. Now I have I can have a freaking uh, anti-hero going against the establishment. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You know what I'm saying? And like, honestly, the de- the deaths that came when... Aichigo, where Aizen killed all the, the... The Central 46. That was... I love that. That was cool. And we knew... Because we knew that the Central right. 46 was responsible for the... Calling for the execution of Rukia. Right, we knew... Who literally did nothing wrong. Right, we knew We knew what none of them looked like, but just the scene of just like... Imagine if you ever go to like a lecture in college, that water team on Tyroom. The whole, all the seats are filled up, all of them are dead. Aizen came, so came and just killed them all, right? Um, I want that scene... In Jujutsu, oh, I, just in say the that. We, I, I want it. Give it to me. Murder the higher ups. They're sending you guys to your deaths over and over and over again. Somebody come in and take them out. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, the person I think who would have been the most justified in doing so is already dead. Well, no, the higher ups are already dead. It just we it wasn't on page. What? Yeah, the higher ups are dead. See, this is why I'm supposed to reread it before we start recording. Oh, sorry, the higher ups <laughs> are dead. Uh, let me tell you who kills them. Yeah. Get up. Oh, the guy can. Oh, yeah, the guy controlling Geta. Oh. It's it's very like, kind of like brushed aside. It was like he was talking to somebody. I think he was talking to, cause this is when. Uh, just, he had to kill them after they gave yeah, Yuta his orders yeah. to execute Yuji. Yeah. Oh. He said he said cause he was talking to somebody. He was like the person who made Yuta the executioner. They're dead. Person who put that like I took care of all of that. They're all dead. The, 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 the jujutsu system as you know it. They're all dead. I killed them all. So like, yeah, so like, so the, the, it, it didn't seem weird to you. The culling game was just kind of just happening, and no one was like fucking doing anything. Yeah, that didn't seem weird to you. No, I knew that they couldn't <laughs> stop it, even if they wanted to, because they're a bunch of powerless pussies sitting behind screens. I, I, I don't know about all that. I gotta stop using the word pussy as a derogatory term. That's fine, but I'm just saying though, like, you know, you never consider like, hey, man, it's just like saying, you know. Yeah. Last I heard, last I thought about them is when they gave you to the execution order. Right. That that was it. Okay, yeah, but we're, we're pushing to we're pushing to further in the future. Yeah, so Gojo's past art gives us all the information on who we are presuming to be our big bad of the show, and like obviously Akatami hasn't come out and said that yet. This series is ending with the Cullen game. Right. I'm really curious as to where we're going to go. From the culling game. Like, once this is over, what would the world look like? And that's such good writing. Right, absolutely. I love an art that's engaging like that. And honestly, I felt that way also reading the Shibuya incident. Unfortunately, like, I didn't jump on the train quick enough, so I wasn't reading the Shibuya incident week to week. Mm -hmm. So I knew that the culling game was already there, so I wasn't wondering 
like what's after the what's after the Shibuya incident. Right. And that's that's kind of where well, you miss out on not being week to week with certain mangas and yeah. reading it like retrospectively. Yeah, I can totally see where you're coming from from that, but like I think for me, just hearing the name Culling Game, like just it's in the name, right? So like the incident happened and the Culling Game is literally just killing off everybody who's everybody else who's left. You know what I'm saying? So I understand where you're coming from. Like, I would love to be week to week. That's why I'm kind of excited. Like, hey, I'm above the fucking graded chainsaw, man. All you people reacting to shit, I know what's going to happen. So, <laughs> ha right? You know, it's going to be great. It's uh, like being on an inside joke. It's great. I know. Absolutely, right? But you talk about, um, so basically, it's going to be only, we think it's only be 12 episodes and, and, and Ghetto's Pass. Um, Ghetto and Gojo's Pass. So really, like I said, Yuda, no, excuse me, UG, he, they're trying to give him all the fingers that he can eat. You know what I'm saying? And then... Uh, At least that was Gato's original plan. That was his original plan. Like, from both sides. Mind you, the the, the students... I mean, excuse me, the JJK organization, they wanted him to eat all the fingers, too, and probably kill Sukuna. But on the opposite side, a big bad thus Wait, far... Wait, hold up, hold up. What? Yeah, never mind. I'm going to have to start referring to Gato differently in my brain because I just really spazzed out, but continue. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Gato, our, our perceived big bad this far, also wants the same thing to happen. But obviously, he wants Sukuna to fucking run a rampage and basically use it as a weapon. You know, typical, hey, I can control the DD power anime villain bullshit, right? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's just so cliche because it's just like, you are a damn fool because we saw what happened with Mahito cross, <laughs> cross Sukuna's path. Yeah. What do you think you can do differently, bro? Absolutely. And honestly, I'm kind of hoping that this is one of those rare instances where we just have a villain who just wants fucking chaos. Right. Like, I just want to watch the world burn. I don't have a motive. I just have plans right. that will cause anarchy. And I like that. We don't get a lot of that. We got we got Aizen who wants to become God. You got Pain who wants the world to feel pain. <laughs> but like, be sitting at the top. They all have a goal. I like the idea that Gejo doesn't want to sit on top of anything. He wants to revel in the ashes. He doesn't care if he dies doing it. Uh, fine. He doesn't care if he dies doing it, but he definitely wants just all humans to be exterminated. I mean, yeah, he and, wants the ashes. Like once humanity's dead, like right. there's nothing for you to rule over, bro. And yeah, I hope that's. I hope he understands that. Right. I, yeah, but also I get I get a I get a, a all for one vibe from Ghetto. Like I'm basically collecting these forces of curses and sorcerers and whatnot, basically to have an army. Like, sure, my angle maybe with the extent. I don't think so. I, I got that vibe from. Like, I don't think he wants an army. I don't think he wants it, but I think he enjoys that kind of power. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these people basically owe me their lives. Owe me these favors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But, um, yeah, so we have a situation where two sides want the same thing of our main character. Uh, one wants to kill him. One wants to use his, his demon power to run rampant. And basically the flashback. I agree with you what you're saying. I wish JJK Zero would have came out after the flashback, but it's it's, it's still great to watch. Cause me and you just watched the JJK Zero again after both having the fl- oh after myself uh, getting the 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 information from uh, Ghetto and Ge- Ghetto and Gojo's backstory. Yeah. So everything that we've seen throughout season one of Ghetto is chaos. Yeah. And this is where we find out his motivations. He basically realized that the world would be better off without humanity in it. Right. They're the reason for cursed energy. They're the reason that these curses run rampant and destroy things and ruin the world. If they didn't exist, I wouldn't have to put my life in the line and die for them because I don't think they're worth it. Right. And this is where we get the origin of monkey. <laughs> yeah. 
basically he goes to this backwoods village now we find out from Noboro's backstory that typically rural areas don't have to deal with cursed energy they are less populated there's no accumulation of cursed energy in like a specific location because like if you're in a rural area typically you don't have like a major hospital where mm. people go to just die all the time it's dispersed people typically keep to themselves now they might like gather around schools and shit but like it's, it's rare but unfortunately Gejo stumbled upon one of these rare instances where a demon a cursed demon is running rampant in a tiny village and they are blaming two innocent children for it Right. Because they were born as twins, they're in a rural area, they're very superstitious, twins for them were bad omen. Right. So they blame anything bad that happened in the village on them. Uh-huh. But this curse is happening because of the humans in this village have so much hatred gathered and negative energy towards two people. Right. Now if you're just waking up and having a bad day, that's not going to cause a curse to happen. Right, right. You have to... Focus that negativity on an aspect of your life. Right. And the entire village came together to hate two innocent children. Right. They brought it upon themselves. So Gato comes, he takes care of the curse for them, and he walks into the room because they're just like, yeah, come take out the source. We know what caused it. And he sees two little girls in a fucking cage. Mm. And he loses his mind and slaughters all of the villagers. Right. As he should. Right. I've never so quickly agreed with a bad guy in my life. <laughs> right. Because because at this point he's already kind of questioning his his motives, right? Because yeah, he was questioning why he has to put his life on the line because he just saw one of his underclassmen get just die because he failed to take out a curse. Right. And he's like, he was such a good person. Why did he have to die for something that he literally could not have caused? Right. So I would question my duty too, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Right. Oh yeah. No. I, absolutely. And like, it, I, I think two things. Number one, I, I appreciate Ghetto's story and his motivation because Gojo exists, right? And I'll get I'll explain that more in a few minutes. But I want to say I I totally see what Ghetto's coming from, right? Because I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, okay, because this is how it goes down, right? Like we said, the Star Vessel is not important from a concept standpoint. But just know that they were charged of collecting and protecting this girl, right? Because there was this cult that wanted to basically use her for the vessel situation, right? And then once they're taken care of, they rescued a girl. They fend off all the all the people. She ends up still getting killed. Like, unfortunately, you know, they... It was senseless. They basically failed. They basically failed their mission, right? But when they go to confront the people who killed them, you just realize, like, wait... The, the higher up is already gone. But everybody else who basically was following this ideology, they're all just regular people. None of them are just used to sorcerer. None of them can see cursed energies. They all just, they all like have this like mind of like, like, wait, wait what the fuck? You have no idea guys what's going on. But yet you want to kill this, like you want to, like how basically. If you literally can't see the problems in the world and you thought that your way was the right way. Right. And caused the death of an innocent person. Innocent girl for that matter. Innocent, like high school girl. Yeah. Yeah, like you, like you can't fully fathom the consequences of your actions, and yet you continue to do it over and over and over again. Like this is like a hundred people coming together to commit the mur to commit a murder. Right. Convinced that they're in the right, but they like they can't defend themselves. I have to defend these people. Right. I don't want to defend people who don't deserve it. These guys are literal murderers. They're cult members. Right, right, right. And you're telling me it's my job to save them? 
Hard pass. A hard pass, right. And the second part I want to mention, we're, we're talking about Gojo and Ghetto. Um, he asked a very, very simple question, right? He was like, he was like, Gojo, Gojo, are you Gojo because you're the strongest or are you the strongest because you're Gojo, right? And basically he comes down to saying like, if I had your power, then what I wanted to do in order to basically right the wrongs in the world would not be impossible. But you're telling me what I want, what I want in the world is impossible. But if I had your power, it would not be such. And I think that's, that's very beautiful because typically when you have somebody with like a, we'll just call it morally gray um, aspiration, their longtime buddy doesn't have that same power. Like perfect, like perfect example, Nagato when it comes to pain, right? Um, no, excuse me, not Nagato, Obito when it comes to Kakashi. Like Obito, sure, when he becomes pseudo modder or whatever, he wants to create a Tsukuyomi, basically where he can live in a world where he can fucking see Ren again and no, no, no kind of pain can happen. But Kakashi doesn't have that kind of power. Like there's nothing about Kakashi that would make it make Obito's dream come easier. That makes sense, right? So I think it's interesting that we have that dynamic, right? It's not just because don't get me wrong, Kakashi for Obito was still fucking cool, still fucking great to see. One of my favorite fights of all anime of all time. But in terms of like, you can look at like Madara. And Hashirama. Hashirama had the power to collect all nine tail beasts. So if you wanted to create world peace besides the way the way that Martyr may want to have done it, he could have did it. He could have just collected all the nine tail beasts, keep them in the leaf village. Alright, who wanna pull up? Nobody? Good. Let's have a good day. Yeah, I you know think you have a great point because you have a character who's just like I don't believe the world the way it is right now is correct, but I am powerless to do anything about it. Right. My best friend has all the power in the world and we're facing the same circumstances, but he doesn't see the world the way I do. Right. But he, if he just had my mindset, he could, he could destroy this system that is hurting us and causing so much pain and that is wrong. Right. And he chooses to just obey the system. Right. And you know what's crazy? Like, uh, it's crazy because obviously, like you mentioned, the two little girls getting blamed, you know, set them off the edge. But I can totally see now, it may be, you know, cheesy line to say in anime. Once the shit finally gets animated, it can be like, oh, like you have all the power. Why aren't you doing anything? These two little girls get blamed. It's like, okay, you have all the power. But like, well, that's no longer going to be the case. Like, no more. Like, so this, that, it makes more sense why he's out there collecting these curses, right? That's already his power, right? But he's now, he's just accumulating all these curses to basically match Gojo's power level. Because he, yes. he knows Gojo is going to be an obstacle in what my ultimate goal is to be. Which is why it would have been perfect that the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie comes right after this arc. All right. Because then we get to see the culmination of Gato's plan. Right. He finds out that Yuto Kotsu, who's a second-year sorcerer in, like, season one, has this amazing, immensely powerful curse. Right. I'm going to take that. Right. So he targets Yuta, or he just wants to get him on the side. It, it, when he first approaches him, and he's like, hey, man, you want to join me? It made it seem like he was actually going to let him live and he was just going to let you to fight for him. Right. But maybe that wasn't going to be the case and he always planned to kill him. Mm-hmm. Either way, that's the entire point of the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. Right. You guys definitely go watch it. It's on Crunchyroll, English dub and sub. Yeah. Or, or rewatch it if you are interested in reading the manga part of... Uh, or waiting. Yeah, it's 15 chapters. Yeah, it's 15 chapters. Right. It's but, so good. But, but this is why I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. Uh, just more of like, I kind of like it when anime forces you to like... Uh, Come to grips with your ideology of thinking, right? Because going based on the order of shit happening, right? We see the JJK movie Zero first. 
We see Ghetto. Sure, we know he knows Gojo. We know, at least we know that much, right? There's yeah. some kind of history there. We know, okay, he collects all these fucking curses. There's a posse behind him, and he's trying to destroy all humans, right? So from the get-go, oh, shit, he's a fucking villain. Now, we can say just from being real-life people, oh, we understand how fucking terrible humans can be, anime or otherwise. Kill all humans? You know, maybe in the back of your mind, the anime fan, you know, okay, maybe there's some kind of, you know, maybe there's some kind of reason behind it. Sure. But from a viewing standpoint, from a regular person watching it, this guy's a villain. Fucking hate him, right? Sure, he may he may be friends with our buddy Gojo that we know, but fuck him, right? But then, then we get the bastard. Like, oh, shit. God bless you. It's like, I want to hate him, but now I can't hate him. You know what I'm saying? Rather than, rather than, I guess, seeing the backstory first and then seeing a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 me personally, I like to be jerked in my emotions, right? Thinking, ugh, fuck this set. But then, like, also, yay, you know? Because that's how I felt when it came down to, like, fucking, uh, I never forget this. Attack on Titan, right? When uh, Aaron gets eaten the first time, I'm like, man, fuck this show. All of a sudden, yeah, he comes back. So angry. Yeah, but then I got angry again because, like, Gabby, spoiler, Gabby shoots off Aaron's head, like, man. Gary, how dare you kill the show? We gotta fucking follow Aaron. Next episode, nigga catches his head, reattaches it. Ah! So, like, I love to be jerked like that. I don't. Pause. I need, <laughs> <laughs> I need it to be a little bit more linear because uh-huh. if you place the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie right after this is animated, then you go into the Shibuya incident knowing that the end, at the end of JJK Zero, Gato's dead. Right. He's dead. Yeah. His plan has failed. And realizing that this movie is set before season one, having him be there and uh, like low key kind of avoiding being seen by Gojo is so much more sinister. Right. Having knowing that that scar on his forehead fucking means something. Right. And what the fuck does it mean? Because in no way or form did they ever talk about necromancy. Right. Exactly. See, and, and I think that's the, that's the one thing of uh, I guess being a um, just a dark TV show watcher and an anime fan, right? Like, I totally agree with you. Like, when I first saw, like, when I, when I first saw the scar, just saw the scar on uh, Gojo's. Uh, like it just seems like a character design yeah. because you have Mahito right next to him who's Ex- covered. In exactly. Scars. So seeing the movie. My first thought was okay, necromancy or so, something of that effect, right? I mean, fuck, we live in a world where curses exist. Of course, but like I didn't, I didn't give a second blinking eye because that concept is not foreign to me, and I kind of really wish it was. So I would have been more like, oh my god, wait, what the fuck? Like, how is he still alive? You know what I'm saying? Even if, even if you know he somehow, I don't know, whatever happened, we saw in the movie literally like he was missing like a good left chunk of his body. He says goodbye to Gojo. He fucking gives Yuta his student ID back. So from a visual, from a narrative standpoint. At the end of my life, it's over. I have no plans for revenge. That's it. I'm done. Goodbye. Right? And Mahito, in no sense of the, is no, I never got the sense Mahito was stronger than Ghetto. So, point being, yeah. Mahito could not have been the one to bring him back. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have made sense for like. For I just like the mystery because yeah. for the first time we see him, he has that scar on his forehead. Yeah. And then if you release JJK Zero, then we go into the Shibuya incident mm. where those two girls come back from the village mm. and. From when it's animated, we're going to see the Gojo's past arc, and then we're going to go into the uh, into the Shibuya incident, yeah. and we're going to be like, those are the two girls just grown up. It's right. been a few years. I remember seeing them from the JJK Zero movie right. two years ago, right. because it's going to be next year. No, no, no. When did Jujutsu Kaisen Zero come out? Uh, I'll tell you right now. I don't know. Was it 2022? It was probably like March or some shit. Anywho. But I remember seeing them a year ago. March 2022. Yes. Yeah. It was all... They're all grown up now. They're still working for Gato, mm. 
but Gato's dead. So do they know? Do they know about the like the truth about the scar on his forehead? I, and, and then when they reveal, like, get out of Master Gato's body, right. I'm just like, who the fuck is in his body? Right, 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 right. Okay, in the movie, obviously, he didn't have the scar yet, right? So they were working for him as Gato, right? Yeah. Um, but in the manga, like Muffin mentions, when it comes to Shibuya incident, he has a scar now because he's supposed to be dead. But the two girls are still there. And then they show that they show the true colors, the true feeling, like get out of his body, right? Because they're unwillingly working with him. Now, I will say this. At this point in the we still don't know the significance of the guy controlling Ghetto, right? We, we still don't know. Uh, we we know he's really he's, he's really really old. He has a technique to be able to jump from body to body. It's cool in theory, but until we know the full story, it's just cool story, bro. Like literally, essentially, Basically. right? But that's pretty much uh, the backstory between Gojo and Ghetto. Very short. Um, you know, it's gonna be a great twelve episodes to watch because people are gonna get their strings pulled and it's gonna be amazing, right? But let's get on to the arc that we that that, that we are here for. That we'll be here for. Has a dope ass name, is up there with a Chimera Ant. In terms of names, just names folks. Chimera Ant, York New. No, um, no, no. I wanna I I gotta pose the question. Alright. What is the Shibuya incident? This massive fifty-eight chapters. Is this on par with the Chimera Ant Arc or York New City or or the Ninja War or the Pain Assault is it on part like does it match up with any of those things for you? Full Metal doesn't have arcs do they? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood have arcs per se? Um, Technically kind of but nah. giving names to them wouldn't mean yeah. nothing at this point. And then the Attack on Titan have arcs. I'm thinking of all the big shows with big arcs. Does Attack on Titan have arcs? It's hard because Attack on Titan doesn't really have arcs. They have seasons. Okay, Because fine. of how it's been released. Okay, fine. So let's just eliminate all those. Talk about the ones you mentioned. Is it better? Let's start with Naruto. Because we have... <laughs> listen, the Shibuya Incident arc is... Will be better than the upcoming My Hero Academia arc. Absolutely. But and the, it's very similar vibes. But it's only because... Whoa, wait, wait, wait. wait I'm sorry. You said the upcoming JJK arc will be better than My Hero arc? No, the Shibuya okay, Incident okay, will right, be better right. than the upcoming... Well, yeah, because I don't think and you haven't read it, and you haven't you obviously haven't seen it because it doesn't come back until yeah, next Saturday. But I don't think anything's gonna happen in this next season of My Hero Academia. Honestly, you are incorrect. Okay, you're trying to say we're gonna get the reveal of the traitor, Shigaraki, Dobby, twice dying, spoiler, all of that happening in the next season. Yes. You sure? Twice is dying. What, what do you mean reveal? Oh, the reveal of the traitor. See, I'm no, so, that's not happening. Like reveal the traitor, Shigaraki getting his ultimate form. Mirio getting his powers back. Are we seeing that next season? All all that shit. No, but there's more. Yeah, but that, that needs to happen. Yeah, but that but but but, but that's the only thing that's going to rival Shibuya. In my okay, opinion. Then. So so what you're saying is like duh, because I don't think nothing's going to happen. I'm saying then. this is this is the League of Villains arc that was so hyped up for last year, and like the hype is gone because we were all mistaken in what the show was going yeah, to give us. Right. Because nobody expected that fucking Class A versus Class One B arc to last for. Nope. Three months. Nobody have. expected that. Nope. We were all pissed off. And now MHA has no hype. Right. We're coming back in a week. Nobody's talking about it on Twitter. Nobody gives a damn anymore. I know. Right? Like, they really, they really fucked themselves up. Right, Bleach. I feel like no matter what, Bleach and Chainsaw Man would have been. It was going to overshadow yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, Chainsaw Man's been hyped up as a manga forever. And Bleach is one of the original big three. Coming back in 2022. Like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. So, is there anything in Chainsaw Man that rivals the Shibuya incident for you? Mm. after the whole the whole first part because so I I for I'm firmly in the belief that the Shibuya incident arc 
is one of all time top five favorite arcs of anything of all time. Okay. That's how phenomenal I think it is. Is your knee fucking? Yeah, my knee's like locked up on me, but no big deal. But to answer your question about Chainsaw Man, I think Chain the whole entire first part of Chainsaw Man is like. You know, it's, it's zero to a hundred. So I would say, and ironically, it's only like forty more chapters longer. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I think it's on par with Shibuya, in my opinion, mainly because you get consequential deaths. You get, you get it's a twenty twenty two deaths matter. You get a perfect wrap up in season part two. It's like a whole different show, but in a great way. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But Chainsaw Man is for next time, maybe two weeks up, maybe next week. But but is it better than Naruto? Shibuya arc better than the War Naruto arc? I gotta wait until it's animated, but I will confidently say, bang for my buck, chapter for episode, Shibuya is maybe slightly better than Naruto arc, a walk, only because Naruto walk is so long, and also Kagura, what the fuck, right? But in terms of, if you wanna talk about just in terms of high points, Naruto is still better than Shibuya. Just in terms of the high points, like, you know, Tento Jinchiriki twice, Oito versus Kakashi. Uh, Naruto tagging everybody the whole thing you, you, we know what happens in the war arc right high points sure but if I'm just get like hey if I gotta watch the war arc in its entirety filler shit included none of that condensing shit down gotta watch Shibuya in its entirety I'm gonna enjoy Shibuya more right so that's my it's answer it's so much better right. but, <laughs> but now to, to the big ones right uh, you didn't, I'm surprised you didn't mention uh, uh, Mugen Train arc or Entertainment District arc in your question, right? Because for me, it's automatically better. It's I'm sorry. It's, well, it's tough because moving train only involves one Hashira. Uh, it's only one Hashira. And same thing it's, when, our, it's just our four main yeah. characters. I'm not Yeah, impressed. it's a situation where it, it meets the proper episode count, but in terms of just number of characters that we actually care about, it just doesn't compare. I genuinely can't think of another arc that's similar to Shibuya in the sense that Everyone's involved and it's balls to the wall. And the characters who are not involved, we have a very clear, mm. explicit reason for them not being there. And by them, I mean the Kyoto students. Right. Well, like balls to the wall, like I said, balls to the wall. It's interesting you phrase it that way because I can't argue for Naruto, even though everyone's involved, but it's not balls to the wall. It's, it's it, not. There are there are lulls in a war. Right. And then uh, I haven't read it, but based on what, how you explained it to me, I can see. Balls to the wall, kind of being when it comes down to the final eyes, excuse me, eyes, final uh, Muzan conf- confrontation. Yes, I can see that totally happening. In which case, Demon Slayer blows Shibuya out the water. Oh wow! <laughs> but uh, Shibuya versus the, the 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 fight in the Infinity Palace. That's what I'm thinking of. Right, you'll Shib- get there. I will get there. Shibuya versus uh, fuck. What'd you say? I was on top of my tongue. Uh, uh, York New can York New Chimerian. Okay. Chimerian can kind of compare because we have the major the major fight between Merom and Netero right. and we have those little fights when they're they're taking on the three uh what are they called? Royal Guards? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's similar, but very different. It's very different because number one, the strongest villain in this arc. I would say is Magito. Only because we have not seen Ghetto actually fight in like a very long time. Yes. So that's only keep that in mind, folks. I don't think Ghetto stronger, obviously, but Maito is is your strongest villain in this fight, right? And the strongest hero in this fight is obviously Well it's not obvious. I oh it's not it's, it's Gojo. But outside of Gojo, it's probably Yuji or Megami. At this point, you I don't think Yuji is Overwhelmingly, the strongest source just because of the MP, right? No. Uh, so, so we don't get Gojo versus we don't get Gojo versus uh, Ghetto. Fine. We get Gojo versus Mahito versus uh, 
the volcano dude and versus Jogo versus uh, Hanami. Also cool. So we get that. We get that big satisfaction. The big satisfaction. Hanami. But is that, is that the, the, the nature of the cursing name? Yeah, Hanami's not in the Shibuya, is it? Yes, she is. Where? When? In the subway. And that's the, in the subway where Gojo's fighting all three of them? Nah, Hanami's dead. Because Gojo killed him. <laughs> no, Hanami been dead. No, Hanami got killed by Gojo. I thought Hanami got killed by Toto and Yuji. She did not die in that fight. She did not die in that fight? She did not die in that fight. Okay. But anyway, all three of them there. This is why I mentioned Toso earlier. He is the he is the blood curse. Chozo, yeah, he's Chozo. there. Yeah, Cho- yeah, Chozo, Nanami, and uh, jo- jo- Jogo. They're all there fighting three v one against. Uh, and don't forget fucking fucking his name's da- Dagan. He's the the Cthulhu looking bitch. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he, he 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 mainly he's mainly fighting. Uh, he's fighting Maki, Nanami, Megami, and one of the head of the Zenin clan. Yeah, who can do that frames per second bullshit? Yeah. Oh, I fucking like that. Yeah, yeah, but no, but Dagon. He seemed like he seemed like he gets summoned in that fight, so I'm not really counting him. But nonetheless, we get that three v one type shit. Gojo is basically he's holding back because he's not trying to. They got him in a situation where if he goes full out. He, he's going to defeat the curses, but he's also going to kill all the innocent people. But I appreciate how Gojo realizes, like, you know what? They're going to be cursed anyway. So, fuck it. So he starts killing, like, he doesn't start killing everyone on purpose, but he stops to start caring about the casualties just happen to be here. Yeah. He has to take out these curses because what the fuck, right? So, in terms of Chimera Ant, like, you can say... How many does get taken out real quick, doesn't he? Yeah, you, yes, you can say that Obviously, Marum gets taken out. Well, he fights Netero, right? And Marum gets taken out, you know, based on his, his own poisoning. But, you know, that sad scene with him and uh, Kamugi later on um, is very sad, very touching. But in terms of just, like, I guess the finality, could we see Mahito lose to Yuji? We see that. Man. Spectacularly. That fight is fucking amazing. Cannot wait for the shit to be animated. Uh, but I would go with... It's so, it's so drawn out and violent and good because you see Mahito versus and Toto has arrived on the scene yeah it's Mahito versus Yuji at first Mm. Yuji is on his fucking last leg and he is kind of losing his mind because Sukuna has gone on a rampage and killed so many people with just sheer fucking destruction and he gave up his consciousness and put Yuji back and Yuji just like I know that he took over my body, but I am still a murderer. I have killed and harmed so many people because I could not get this bitch under control. Mm -hmm. And he is breaking. And Mahito pulls up and he's like, oh, who's a little bitch boy? And it's so good. And then Toto comes up and he's like, brother, get your shit together. And he starts clapping. And Mahito's just like, I listen, I know how he fought you, and I can't really figure out how the fuck, how do we just dip, but I, I, I'm gonna think about it. And it's, it's great. And Mahito, in this fight, figures out how to use Black Flash. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's perfect because... This, we know this is where he's gonna die, right? So like, yeah, there's pull a out panel. all the stops, yeah. Yeah, there's a panel where Mahito, Toto, and Yuji like basically put on their big boy pants, and they're just like, you know what? Some of us are not leaving this spot here alive. This is to the death, and the I think the caption just says like, they are all, they are now all fighting at hundred and ten percent, and I'm just like, oh my god. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Toto's lost an arm. Yeah, he's lost an arm. Like this fight is just fucking amazing, right? Like, mind you, if you, you need to be reminded, Maito has human transmutation powers. So basically, if he touches you, he fucking makes any part of your body. So they can't get touched at all. Right. But both Toto and Yuji are hand-to-hand combat people. Right. They don't have weapons. Right. They're beating the shit out of you with their fists. Right. How do you fight somebody who, if if you yeah. touch him the wrong way? He can fuck up your soul. Right, absolutely, literally. It's so good. Right, it is so. So yeah, in, in terms of the final fight, I'll, I'll give Shibuya the, the edge there. Uh, Kamara and for me, it's, 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 it's top notch because like I fucking like I don't know how to explain what Kamara is doing. Basically, they start off from just nothing and then you know they collect this power. You see different types of animals with different types of powers. Sure, it gets kind of weird with Goon. You know, like, oh my god, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's like one episode, right? But if you read the manga, you know him longer. But it, it, it is weird, right? It's still it's weird really dumb. Parts. The Chimera Ant arc ruins its momentum too many times for me to continue to be engaged. Right. I when understand Don that, yeah. is training against Knuckle and Shoot in the woods and some shit. And yeah. then don't forget that weird creepy bitch who, like, wants to fuck him. Wants to fuck a 12-year-old. <laughs> Remember? The girl with like Vaguely, the long, yeah, 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 yeah. She ruins that arc so much for me. All of it is really creepy and stupid and just like pointless. And we're getting too in depth in Nin systems again. Mm-hmm. Like, stop telling me every single aspect of your power. I just want it to be cool. And then what he does with it is just kind of fucking boring. All right. Like, I'm not. I shouldn't be sitting here trying to do math, bro. For <laughs> trying to figure out how much tax they owe you to figure out how strong your punch is going to be. Right, no, I don't know. Now, while saying that, I will say this. It's a benefit of me reading this rather than watching it, right? Because obviously, how much screen time and the explanation of powers are going to take up. Because there's explanation of certain JJK powers. That's and, true. And, and they explain the Nanami 7 and 3 ratio again. They explain yeah. the, the head of the Zenin clan's frames per second thing again. Right. But, yeah, I think they do have the benefit of the doubt because we're reading it and honestly, your eyes could just glaze over yeah. so much faster than them taking five minutes in an anime to explain exactly. something. So right. we'll, we'll see how they enact it. I'm hoping it's not a whole bunch of narration on top of their fighting. Right. But maybe if the action is still going, then I'm okay with them listening to them explain yeah, it Yeah, because, me. like, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like Black Clover does a good job with that. When there's, like, the action is still going and a narrator comes in and kind of explains They do, yeah. So Black Clover, uh, take the Black Clover route if you're going to do that. I'm uh, sorry, JJK. Black Clover. If you're going to do that, JJK. But Shibuya, I think it's better than York New, only because, really, York New had no kind of finality to it. It was simply there to flex how good the Phantom Troop was. And, yeah, and, and it just had Hunter Hunter is just full of moments. Yeah, all the stuff in between those big moments is just fucking dead weight. And I wish it could keep the momentum. I wish it could stay high and engaging all the time. But I feel bad for anybody who was reading that shit week to week because your ass would go a fucking month and just have a, a chapter of just nothing but words, right? With no impact for right, right, right. you. But. Yeah, but besides, the but, look, but besides all the hands, besides all the fighting, really, and like, it's a situation like this. I like the culling game. You know pretty much by the name and by the beginning of the chapter what's going on. Shibuya incident doesn't really become the Shibuya incident in name alone until like, you know, fucking all the deaths happen, right? Because at this point, all they're doing is trying to, all they're trying to do in the Shibuya incident mainly is trying to lure Gojo to a point where they can basically imprison him and they succeed. Um, and they, on Halloween too, goddamn. Yeah, they succeed in imprisoning him because if you know anything about his power, his power is OP as fuck. So he needs to be kept away. Yeah, he cannot be touched, and things can't like like it. 
it's complicated and also it's really simple. <laughs> it's complicated and also really simple. But it's also to the situation where they started explaining a little bit about what a simple domain is and, and also it, based on you when you're like able to activate a domain expansion inside of your inside of someone else's domain. Yes. So basically it negates the 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 hundred percent accuracy of it, right? Yeah, that's the whole fight with Megami versus Dagon where Megami realized that because Megami initially wasn't in that fight at all. Right. It was just Maki, Nanami, and uh, the head of the Zenny clan. They were going to ask kicked. Yeah. Because he basically took them all to a beach and was just like, hey, man, I'm going to kill all of you. And he took too long. Right. And Megami popped in there because right. certain domains doesn't don't keep people out. They only keep people trapped in. Right. So Megami coincidentally wound up entering at the perfect point where he was able to feel the edge of right. Dagon's domain expansion. Mm -hmm. So he forced his own, and typically you're not able to do that unless you're just completely overwhelming in power, and Megami is not at right. this point. Right. But he expanded it enough to pop that bubble right. and get people to come out. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, instead of providing an exit for all these people who were going yeah. to die in a one-hit KO, because I think Dagon was just going to flood the fucking yeah, world and make done. them drown. Yeah. He, yeah, instead of creating the exit for an escape, he created an entrance for, for Toji. For Toji to come in. Now, mind you, uh, we didn't really talk about him very much. But Toji Zen pops up in the Gojo's past arc. He's the the assassin sent after yeah. the Star Vessel, yeah, and he exactly. succeeds because, yeah. like, what, what were they going to do against him? There, there was nothing they could do. Right. He's a regular-ass human being, but also, like, he is very similar to Yuji, and this is why I have, like, a weird-ass theory about Yuji. He's similar to Yuji in that he is physically superhuman. Right. And I wonder if, because we find out later during the culling game that there is something that, like, you can make a pact with heaven or whatever in order to boost yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, basically, I don't, I don't, I truly, genuinely don't understand the whole Maki thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand her sister dies and then, like, she, how does she become superhuman? Oh well, she's getting some kind of, some kind of a item or some kind of like part of Toji, uh, Toji's DNA or body, because like as soon as she goes Super Saiyan or whatever, like you see Soji like flash in a panel or some shit like or hinted at at least, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like his heavenly weapon or some shit, because like yeah, he what's so special about him. He's superhuman. Yes, but he doesn't have any cursed energy. So in terms, so in terms of these these very top tier Jujutsu soldiers trying to fight him. And they can't sense his energy. A regular human, obviously, a regular human without superhuman abilities shouldn't be able to clap a, a sorcerer. But he has both superhuman ability, but no curse energy, so you can't sense his movements. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you can't. It's almost kind of like what Yami, right? Like when when Yami has the ability to rekey in Black Clover, so like and like, so that's why he's able to basically defeat uh, the fuck. What do they call in that world? Wizards? No, what the fuck are they called? Mages. They call mages in them? Yeah. Like when some mages were able to like suppress their magical ability or basically just make it non-existent. Like, no, I can fucking read your key so I know what you're doing. And key is like, it's not like a meta situation because like obviously whatever they have in their uh, anime is fictional, right? But key, some people believe, look, some people believe, look, you know, key as like, you know, the aura everyone has in real life. So it's like, oh shit, meta type shit. Awesome, right? It's called a heavenly restriction. Right. You can continue. Oh, that was pretty, <laughs> I, I was pretty much it because like, 
like, uh, and we mentioned he he gets brought in because uh, Toji is from the flashbacks. You think, oh, shouldn't Toji be dead? Toji is dead, but but there is a grandma who is buddy buddy with who who basically she's not an ally of Gato, but she also really kind of hates Gojo. Right. Um, also, they don't really yeah. tell us much about her aside from the fact that she hates Gojo. Oh, but all you need to know, she's responsible for creating the barriers. And she's a necromancer. Yeah, yeah she, she uh, casts the veil to keep everyone inside of Shibuya. Yes. At some... Yeah, because we see in season one that they are able to cast a veil that keeps everyone but Gojo out. Right. So these veils are very powerful and they come into play. They pick and choose when it comes into play. Right, absolutely. So she, she's known for that, but also she's a necromancer. And But it's a situation where she's able to basically... There's a movie. I, I forget what it's called. But there's a movie. Basically, it's almost like she takes like a data file and like puts like in a pill said person eats the pill and they become that person powers and all that's essentially how what movie is that from is it's a either movie or tv show a buddy of mine recommended it to me basically you take like it's like everything about brian is in a flash drive i put i could put that flash drive back of your head and all my personality traits all my quirks become yours right type thing you know mm, that just comes from being with each other for 12 years yeah that too but <laughs> um yeah so that's happened she's able to have toji's fucking dna samples it's basically like like edo tensei if you don't look at it like that right okay. having their personal information puts it towards uh her son that's her son or grandson that, that's helping her out um yeah, i think it's grandson yeah and then he becomes toji essentially but the thing with that is quick quick little awesome part toji has no cursed energy right but they're using toji's body not only does his body not have cursed energy, it's unable to process cursed energy. So, so the cursed energy of the necromancer techniques not ba- it's basically not able to overwrite his body. So that's why he's it's able, to able to bring him him, him back. back. But the the soul that was inhabiting the body, I'm assuming that if the technique worked correctly, mm-hmm. once the time ran out, that the soul would like the soul would just re-inhabit the body. Right. But Toji just like overruled that shit because he has the heavenly restrictions. So it just Pushed him out. Right. That's his body now. That's his body. You ain't getting it back. Exactly. So <laughs> he comes and he's fucking shit up because he's, he's like, Uber, only person able to feed him is fucking Gojo, right? And Gojo's gone. So uh, he's fucking shit up. You know, I forget how that fight ends. I I, 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 I can't. Uh, Toji kills uh, Dagon, yeah. the Cthulhu looking bitch. Yes. And then he starts to target Megami, and mm. Megami's fucking tired. And so he targets Megami, and they start to fight, and then Megami does the bunny thing, and then Toji just kind of dies. <laughs> no, no, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Toji kills himself. He, yeah, he, he takes himself out. Yeah, because he's just like, so you have the Fushi girl named that's good, and then he dies. Right. Because that's I think daddy. essentially he just wanted to meet his son. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler, not spoiler, but we didn't mention that yet. Toji is the father of uh, Megami uh, Fushiguro. Yeah, Megami, right? Yeah, so he takes himself out, and then all hell breaks loose because they've trapped the two girls that Gato rescued years ago. They trapped Yuji in the bathroom, fed him all the fingers, and Sukuno pops the fuck out. Right. And Jogo ran after the two girls to be like, hey man, don't feed him that yet. We're not ready. And they do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so. Jogo and the two girls confront Sukuna and and Jogo doesn't kneel so Sukuna sends out a slice Mm -hmm. and it it takes off the top of that fucking volcano 
Right. Because he's like, oh, you thought going down on one knee was enough? Right. Bow down to the floor. Right. What are you doing? Absolutely. And so he's just like, you brought uh, to the two girls, he's like, you brought me back. Thank you. You have one minute of my time. And they ask him to kill Gato. Yes. Kill kill the guy controlling Gato. Kill the guy controlling Gato. And he's just like, bold of you to assume I would do anything for you. Like, bold of you to assume you can command me just because you fed me these fingers. It is the epitome epitome of... Now, I know a lot of people didn't like um, Jared Leto's Joker, right? But it is the epitome of his Joker. And I fucking seen a nightclub. It'd just be like... It'd be like... um, even like uh, the dude, who, the gangster meeting was like, "Hey man, all the crowd's a bad bitch." You're like, huh? What'd you say? Yeah, man, she's fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, you want you want her? You want to dance with her? Hey, all the fucking dance and laugh. Like, he's enjoying himself. Like, you you enjoying my bitch? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. It's like I I told you I would hear you out, and yet you you tried to command me. So you know what? Die. So he kills the two of them. Right, he kills the two of them. Like um, brutally, and it's so yeah. good. And then he starts to fight Jogo. Yeah. And this is where Sukuna reveals that no one knows what his curse technique is. Right. No one. Mm. But he starts teasing Jogo. Mm. He decides, you know what? You are a volcano man. Let let me play your way. And he starts summoning fireballs. Right. Yeah. And fighting Jogo. And the fight goes on. He destroys so much. Kills so many people. Right. And then he kills Jogo. Jogo... Internally, and this is this is what starts to make me question another thing that happens with Yuji. But I'll talk about it after I finish talking about what happens to Jogo. Jogo internally is reminiscing because he Dagon's dead, Chozo is out, and Hanami's dead, yeah. and he's like, you know, we should have been the humans, right? All I wanted was to just live in a in, world where that no one's trying to kill me. That yeah, where no one is trying to kill me. Wouldn't that have been nice? Yeah. And Sukun is just like, you put up a good fight. Be proud. You are strong. Right. Die. And Jogo starts to cry and he's just like, What is this? And Sukun is just like, I don't fucking know, and then lights him on fire. <laughs> and he goes back to the real world outside of Jogo's internal thing. Yeah. And he's on fire. He's dying. And then Sukuna goes to, to hunt down another fight. But this this is what confuses me about Yuji versus Sukuna. Yuji, on two occasions, has, like, mind warped two people. <laughs> Toto believes that Yuji is his brother. They have the whole, like, Oh, they went to middle school together kind of shit. Like, it's a joke. And then he does it to Chozo again. I think nothing of it. I think that's <laughs> a, I think it's like a fucking anime like, type thing. Like, because the Toto thing, you can be like, oh, he's my brother. Cool. Easy way to make a friendship. And with Chozo, oh, cool. Well, well he murdered your two brothers. You're, what do you mean? You're his brother now? And they're all at a picnic together? Well. What is that? Yeah, but at the same time, I think Chozo's more upset because the guy controlling ghetto is the one like who sent them out yeah like they wouldn't have died if it wasn't for ghetto also the guy controlling ghetto is, if i'm not mistaken isn't like the whole thing was like oh i have three parents my mom the curse and pregnant my mom and then the the name of the actual guy controlling ghetto yeah that's why he's like oh fuck you like nah i, I ain't working for your ass no more and that's kind of also the you know, my brother Yuji, whatever yeah i want to know like if it's a joke Cool. Tell me. But it happens twice now. Jo- yeah, it, it, it's happened twice. If it happens a third time, I'm gonna be convinced that this is something special to Yuji. Right. That he can just 
infiltrating these bitches' mindset because Sukuna was able to see internally into Jogo. Right. Who has summoned Hanami and Dagon and like these are his final thoughts and mm-hmm. wishes and things that he wants in the world. It's his deepest desires. Right. Is that something that's bleeding over into Yuji? Right. I wanna know. I don't know. It's, it's good. Right. But Sukuna decides, you know what? I smell a friend nearby. And he goes to fucking fight Megami. Right. What the fuck? Because we still don't know what his plans are for Megami. Because but... season one, Sukuna pops out and spares Megami's life, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. And Yuji dies. And Megami the whole time is wondering, like, why am I still alive when he could have just wiped me out? What potential do I have? What is he talking about? Right. And this is where we see it. I don't know at what point Megami learns it, but he summons uh, Spiky Wheelboy. Right. <laughs> and Spiky Wheelboy goes toe to toe with Sukuna. Right. 15 finger to Sukuna. Right. What the fuck? Well, he goes toe to toe with Sukuna, but it's a situation where it's a caveat, right? That curse cannot be exercised until Megami dies. Yes. So. But Yusuke doesn't want to kill Megami. So I'm saying, so a situation yeah. where that's why they kind of go toe to toe with each other, right? The the uh, the curse is also like a perfect counter to yeah. Sukuna. Right. He negates all cursed energy. Mm-hmm. He he counters positive cursed energy, and then he can spin his wheel and then counter negative cursed energy. Right. Whatever you do. He has an answer for it. He just right. got to spin his little wheel. Right. I don't get it. It's right. kind of cool. It's also deeply unsettling. Right. It just looks ugly. I know, I know, right? But how does that fight end? That fight ends when, like... Suda leaves. Yeah, he, like, leaves. And I think at that point, he switches back to Yuji. Yeah. Yeah, like, look up. And then Yuji has his mental breakdown, and then that's where we lead into Yuji versus Mahito versus Toto. Yeah. Well, Yuji and Toto versus, versus Mahito. Mahito. Yeah. Because that makes it seem like it's a three-way fight, and it's not. No, it's 2v1, and that shit's phenomenal. But besides hands and Shibuya, not saying Shibuya only has hands. That's definitely, Shibuya is nothing but hands. It's hands, but there's consequences, right? Well, yes. We, we, we find out about, like, you know, more about Ghetto's plan. We find out more that Ghetto's plan. Really, Shibuya, the whole entire arc is just his plan to continue forward. You really don't see that very often, right? We really think about it. Yeah. You can say, oh, Brian, well, the the everything with the Akatsuki um, gathering the tail beast was happening for the war arc. We didn't know that going in, though. Like, and honestly, if Obito, if Pain didn't die, the, I don't think the war, the, the, the war arc is no longer about infinite Tsukiyomi. Yeah. It's about, come get me. Like, I have all the tail beasts. Square up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it's hard to say, like, yeah, this is the end goal, right? Because it, 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 it'll seem like retroactive, right? But there's nothing retroactive about what Sukuna's doing. I mean, excuse me, what about uh, Ghetto's doing? Because, number one, we know he likes to collect curses. So, he does that when Mahito loses. He collects Mahito as a curse. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a curse at his beck and call, right? Um, so, leading to the culling game. Because now, like I revealed to Muffin earlier, because she, she either forgot or didn't get to that part, that... Ghetto has killed all the Jujutsu higher ups. The one who yeah, I completely forgot. Like the one who put the execution order out on Yuji and uh, Gojo. Now Go- Gojo gets the execution order because he killed a bunch of innocent people. Yeah, you know, despite what he was doing. And same thing with uh, Yuji, but Yuji as Sukuna. But like we discussed earlier, no one can tell the difference except for the manga readers and the anime viewers. The difference between Sukuna and Yuji. 
those lines don't exist. It's just like a, it may be, it may not be a slight voice change. It may be a slight voice change. I don't actually, actually know or remember, right? Um, so that's why they're both on execution orders. And also, this is where you to come back into play, right? For JJ, we haven't seen him since JJK Zero right. or Chapter Zero. Yeah, he comes back because he he is ordered to execute Yuji. Yeah, like he's ordered to do so, but he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it because he knows that Gojo. He's a he's a comrade of Gojo. They share the same sense of type shit. So like, if he believes in you, then I believe in you type shit, right? Uh, but at this point, all the higher ups are dead. So now your boy is forcing the culling game to basically weed out all the weak. All the weak um, Jujutsu sorcerers, right? Now, here's the thing that you may not know, Muffin. Don't know if you don't remember or you haven't gotten to that point yet. Once, once they have that fight, what? Do you remember the lotto, the the, the the receipt, the receipt sorcerer guy that they're fighting? Oh, you see, don't you see, don't remember? Okay, so basically, at this point, it's been months since I read all. Well, this. basically, all you know, you know is at this point, Yuji is trying to recruit as many strong people as he can to win the culling game. Obviously, right? Yeah. They're trying to do that because there's a rule where if you get enough points. And there's a lot of cool fights in there too. We're not really going to get into it because it's not finished, so it can't be disservice, right? You know, if you get all these points, you can spend points to add rules. They're trying to add rules to the point where people no longer be be part of the culling game can just leave because if you run out of points, you basically die if you're a sorcerer. You, you get your you get you get your, like your sorcerer pulled out of you. Essentially, you just die. I don't know why they're trying to become looted with it. You just die. So they're trying to make it, get all these allies, make all these rules, collect the points, but no one dies, right? So if 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 you don't want to be a part of culling game, you don't have to be um, yada, yada, yada. But what you don't know is it kind of the receipt guy, he kind of revealed and he kind of had an inkling like, you know what? Whoever wants the culling game, Ghetto is just going to kill all of us anyway. Like he's just going to like, okay, all the strong, all the strong sorcerers left, get you one area, he's just going to nuke everybody anyway. And really, what's the point of that? You can say, well, you killed all the other weaker sorcerers. I'm so strong on all you motherfuckers. So... It basically like keep them like you know what I'm saying. It's interesting. Yeah. They haven't really talked more about it because more chapters haven't come out. But I think that's interesting. If literally it's in the name, culling game, so you know that he's trying to, he's trying to kill all the sources. I just want explicitly at this point to know what his plan is. Right. Because what's what's the end result of killing out all the weaker sorcerers? You still have people who are strong enough, but I guess then it'll be nothing but a bunch of dismay because like. Yeah, I'm strong. I made it through the culling game, but there's not enough of me in order to save humanity from cursed energy. Right. Yeah. There will never, there will never be enough of the strong in order to protect right. and all of the weak. It's seven billion weak yeah. people. And your boy has—I forget the number—but they revealed it in Jujutsu Kaisen. He has like thousands of curses on hand. Yeah. He can just unleash upon the world. He really can. So I guess. So yeah. It's it's effective. I just don't know what the end result. Yeah. Like what the desired end yeah, result because is. I know it, what it can be. Yeah, because it's interesting because like we know OG Ghetto wants to wipe out humanity. Just just be cursed in, in Jujutsu Sorcerer. Right? Yeah, but right now like New it, Ghetto yeah. is just targeting Jujutsu Sorcerers. Right. And it feels counterintuitive to the original plan. Right. And that I guess that's what like confuses me but also keeps me intrigued right so uh yeah that, that's pretty much uh they've done on the manga so just to summarize it up we from the anime standpoint we've only seen the world get developed what curses are we see Maito uh, a big ass fight there we get we get our adult characters 
yada yada yada. And we, the beautiful thing about Jujutsu Kaisen is that while we're still learning about the foundations and how this world works, it doesn't feel retroactive. It doesn't feel like right. oh, we're at chapter one ninety six and he forgot to tell us this at chapter fifteen. Right. No, it just feels like something that just hasn't come up yet. Oh yeah, it hasn't come up yet, right? Because it's a situation where just like I always say with philosophy of fights and anime, just like wrestling, right? Uh, Maito fought that first fight. Nobody died. Nobody needed to die in that fight. That was simply to show, I mean business. We're trying to fucking get Sukuna's power, right? And I also don't, I genuinely don't think that Yuji and Nanami could have won that fight. No, they could. Well, they were on the brink of winning that fight, though. I don't, I don't think so. Like, no, Maito, like, he, like, escaped with his life, if I remember correctly. Like, he, like, slid out the very last second. Oh, he absolutely took the coward's way out, but I don't, I don't think they could have killed him, killed him. Uh, I don't know. Well, the point being is, like, so we so we know people after Yuji. The good, quote-unquote, good side and the quote-unquote bad side, both after Yuji, right? Um, then we get Yuta along with the backstory of Ghetto and uh, Gojo and the flashback that's going to get animated next. Uh, and then we're, now we get on to the, the big consequences show, the Shibuya incident and the Colin game, which I think is great because there, there's no need for a, a, another season in between flashback and Shibuya because, no, we got all the information we needed. We, we have our favorite characters. Based on personality, powers, whatever it may be, someone may die, some may live. Let's go. I think it's good that there isn't enough material that they could dick around with. Yeah, that too. So I'm I'm confident. I genuinely think that season two will be just twelve episodes. Yeah. I really hope they don't break up the Shibuya incident arc, or maybe if they do, maybe maybe they take out a lot of the talking and it's just hands. No. I, I'd be okay with that. Nah, because if I remember correctly, there's not much bad talking points. No, there's not. And I, and I, there's oh, just oh. a lot of fights. I think a lot of the beginning of the Shibuya incident, I think we can cut down on having the team split up and them explaining where everybody is. Like, we don't really need to know what the mm. fuck Panda's up to because Panda doesn't have any interest in fights. No. But we spent, we spent a chapter with Panda and his, his uh, buddy, his partner. Right. And I don't even know that guy's name. But we just know that that guy is digging around and leading Panda straight because he doesn't want to go fight. Right. We don't have to spend an entire 22-minute episode with the crow chick and her creepy little brother. Mm. Like, right. make that, yeah, make that have an episode. Right. I, I think it can be condensed. Do I want it to be? No, because I obviously want the Shibuya well, to last as long as it possibly can. I don't think it needs to be condensed because, well, okay, what's the alternative, right? If you're saying 24 is the max, great. If you're saying 30 is the max, still great. I, they can give us an extended season. That's it, possible. it would have to be like... That would explain why it took so long to come back. It, I think my limit is if you double if you double twenty four making forty eight. That's probably my limit for Shibuya. But I don't I don't think they can possibly do that. I don't think in any way they can do that. Now in terms of cutting dialogue, because it's really hard for me. Cause like I said, I binge read this like well, over the last week, so I'm mixing a lot of the Cullen Gang fights with Shibuya fights. But I will say I I think I would appreciate the dialogue in the Cullen Game. Now keep it to one episode, put whatever right. Like I don't need four episodes of that lawyer dude. I don't need four episodes of the uh, like I said the receipt guy. I don't need four episodes of the main the, the manga artist. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the angel guy, the chick who can who can like yeah, cool powers. But no, bro, give me one per one per person. Uh, if you need two parts, it better be a lot of hands. Um, and yeah, JJK is fucking fire as hell, man. I can see all the hypes about. And uh, granted, I don't remember how many. Ch- Do you remember off the top of your head? You may not know how many chapters Monster were out when JJK first came on the scene. Do you remember? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Cause. I know people are hype about this show, and rightfully so, but me being Brian right now in 2022, I basically read 
three seasons. They, I believe the Shibuya incident uh, just started when the season one of the anime was ending. Mm-hmm. Like, may, we were maybe like five or six chapters into the Shibuya incident. Okay. Um, but, like, looking at the, the episode numbers, and obviously this is, this is just speculation because sometimes they just don't stick to this. Look at the episode numbers versus, like, chapter numbers, like the Kyoto Goodwill event when mm-hmm. they're doing the Kyoto versus Tokyo School in season one. That was 23 chapters, and they shoved that into eight episodes. All right. So, like, the Gojo Past Arc is only 15 chapters. They could put that into four episodes. All right. They could. The Death Painting Arc, where uh, Fushiguro, Yuji, and Nobara are fighting against the... Uh, the two Chozo's two brothers huh. that arc right. ten chapters three episodes right. they, it can be done it could be a really short arc and they give us 18 episodes of Shibuya I'm fine I'm, I wouldn't as want long that. as it's at least what you wouldn't want what I wouldn't want 18 because like I know obviously two different studios that do Attack on Titan and they do uh, JJK but if fucking the end of JJK if fucking Attack on Titan is three parts Shibuya can't be no more than fucking 24, 30 episodes. I'm sorry. Just based on, like, like I'm telling you. No, season four of Attack on Titan as, as a whole is not, not going to be more than, like, 30 episodes. Because season four part one has 17 episodes. Season four part two had, like, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Season four part three, they're not giving us more than three or four episodes. Well, no, that's fine. That's fine and dandy, you know. But I'm talking about in terms of, like, obviously, I don't think they're going to break up the seasons. But it... I tell you, like, it, it, it's it's more of a, like, a semantic thing, right? I know there's only, like, 20-something episodes total of season four, but the fact that it's three parts make it seem like it's much longer. Yeah. So, like, for Shibuya, I'm telling you, it, it's going to be consecutive. It will, it will be smart to have it consecutive because there is no breaking point in Shibuya I think that would make sense, right? Zero. So, 24. Write it down. Automatically. 24 episodes. No they less. They don't need more than six episodes for Gojo's Pass. They don't. No, you give me 12. Just give me 12. I don't need 12. You can give me 12. They've never matched that kind of number. Okay. Like, well, it's, like it's never been been done. Fine. Give me, give me six in the movie. <laughs> six in a movie? Because all, all of these first arcs are similar in length. The Kyoto Goodwill event arc is longer than the Gojo past arc, mm-hmm. and yet it has eight episodes. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying. I find eight episodes. Because basically Gojo's past is just two two big fights. That's it. Yeah, we don't need more. But we'll see. We're getting news announced on November 13th, mm-hmm. sometime in November. So right. maybe they'll tell us the episode count. Right. Maybe they'll tell us a date. Hopefully they'll tell us a date. They'll probably tell us a season. Say the date. Um, but uh, so follow us on Twitter. Tell us your thoughts about Jujutsu Kaisen at Blur Buffet Podcast. No, at Blur Buffet. And at So Very Unrelated. Uh, Listen, Jujutsu Kaisen is good, and I'm just gonna no, today. No, I don't remember, and I don't, I don't think I have this saved. But do you remember we put JJK on our anime rankings? Uh, I think we did. I don't know where. I think he might have said it. I don't think I said it. But nonetheless, I, I, I'm pretty sure I said uh, I give it room to grow because I, I had it relatively low. It may be in the top ten. I mean, I've been the top ten. Is it higher after reading all the? Oh, uh, well, well, semantically, I gotta know where I put it the first time, but. If you're asking where I put it right now, manga, knowing everything that's happening in the manga, it is easily top five. Jujutsu Kaisen is number nine. It's top five. Okay, well, what's the list? What's top five? Top five is FMAB, yes. Demon Slayer, yes. Attack on Titan, Naruto Shippuden, and Bleach. Oh. 
Bleach and wait, what? What was number five again? Hmm? What's number? Oh, five is Bleach. This okay. Well, you, you said JJK number nine. Mm-hmm. This is really one three to me. This is really one three to me. Uh, Evan may be number one. Okay. Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, okay. Naruto Shippuden, Bleach, A Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Ooh. Six, Ooh. My Hero Academia, Seven, Ooh. Fire Force, Eight, Ugh. and then Jujutsu Kaisen, Nine. Right. I think it has to go to number seven. Oh, it, it's, it's usurping Fire Force. It's res- usurping My Hero Academia. Is it better than Slime? Is after reading all of it. Okay, is there more manga for slime? Or hmm? Is there more manga for slime? I do not know. There, there is, man. I hold it, I hold it right to, 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 to pause. I know we're not getting another season yet. I know we're getting a movie. Hey, a lot of people thought nobody would get another season of Mob Psycho. Yeah, here we are. Get ready. Get your cycle up, Mom. Yeah, totally. Love that, love that shit. Uh, all right, we, we've adjusted it. Jujutsu Kaisen is now number seven. I'm fine with this. Bleach. Based on how you talk about it, maybe better than Shippuden. It absolutely is better than Shippuden. Now, here's a here's here's a here's a here's a here's a take. Now, only because I have not started reading it yet, the demons are gonna come down. Fuck no. Okay. Fuck no. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, knowing what I did, you you get there, you'll understand. All right, but well, we both despise Attack on Titan. Despise? I mean, despise. You know what I'm saying? It, I say despise, but it's still in our top five. Attack on Titan is the epitome of like you meet a nice girl, a nice dude, y'all go on a great day, have a great time, great chemistry, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You walk. Yeah, find out she lives in a trailer. No, no, you walk, <laughs> walk, walk to the door. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You want to come in, and right before you come in, you let out a big ass spark. It ruins, <laughs> ruins the whole movie. Like, yeah. And then, yeah. and then you find out you shit your pants. You finally you weren't wearing drawers that day. Everything, <laughs> everything's going. God damn. <laughs> On that note, I've been Muffin. I've been Brian. And this has been the Blurred Buffet Podcast. Allegedly. Bye. Bye. (laughs)